Hey guys, welcome back to the next mouse noise with Michael. <laughs> uh, if my iPad kind of gets really low, it's only at 13% right now, I will have to cut this podcast episode a little bit short, but it's fine. But we gotta get racing. On to the podcast episode. The track series. Powdega to no longer hold Cup Series practice. Odd. Gold Bronze Miami outlook. Heat less grip in riding the wall. Today, it taught me many life lessons while we were working under the hood. Advanced Auto Parts wants to hear about your favorite garage moment with your father. Click the link and enter for a chance to win an ultimate home garage maker. Uh, coming up next, we have Homestead Miami Speedway. It's going to be a jam-packed weekend with four races on that track, but we have to look forward to the Cup Series running there on Sunday. After those three races ahead of time, what is Homestead going to be like? We're used to seeing guys run the wall, but it's tricky there. Yeah, I think it's going to be a lot different this year. I mean, you have uh, the time change is different now being, you know, running in the summer on daylight savings time versus running in the fall. Um, Obviously, we're running close to, you know, summer solstice, so the sun's up way longer. So I think teams will really have to focus on what made them good in the day in the fall, not so much what happens at the end of the race under the lights. So I think uh, obviously the track will be less grip, um, you know, so that element will be different, but definitely – I don't think we'll see the transition um, this race that we normally see in the fall race. We see a lot of guys in the Xfinity Series run so close to that wall, and they can make contact with it, whereas you can't do that in the Cup Series. So walk me through that high lane and what that's going to look like for guys in the Cup Series, because if you hit that wall and make a drastic dent in your car, your day's pretty much done. Yeah, I think it'd be a tough commitment to say that you're going to go down there and run the wall in the Cup race. I mean, you're going to have, you know, it's going to be the fourth race of the weekend. And I think those Xfinity cars do a really good job of messing up that top groove for the cup cars. I mean, they've got flat sides on them, composite bodies. They can just run so much closer to that wall and eat up that last little bit of gray and clean track that's up there. And then a cup car, you've got the wheel wells on them. And if you get up that close, you're going to crinkle a fender and you're probably going to be done. So I think, uh, I think committing to the wall, you know, for the cup race would be a risky strategy. I think Xfinity race, yeah, I think that's still the way to go. Cole, how weird was it not to be able to celebrate at Martinsville? Uh, it was weird, yeah. Definitely uh, but talked to all the guys and, uh, you know, FaceTimed them with them last night. So that was uh, that was sweet. So definitely a little bit different celebrating with my wife on the couch. <laughs> instead of uh, being with the guys. So a little bit different vibe, but uh, still, still fun nonetheless. Yeah, well, I'm going to say congratulations to you, too, because you're still, I know you still are very active with that team and uh, talking to them a lot. So uh, thanks for joining us here at Breaking Down, and we look forward to Homestead coming up at 3.30 on Sunday. Fox, you don't know me. I am next, How about five to watch? Key storyline stats for the Daytona 500. Kevin, driver 
players who are in the field who have won at Miami. Kyle Busch has won twice. Danny Hamlin has won twice. Kurt Busch has won once. Kevin Harvick has won here once. Jimmy Johnson has won here once. Matt Kenseth has won here once. Joel Gonho has won here once. Martin Truex Jr. has won here once. Kevin Harvick. And those, speaking of it, Kevin Harvick, Joey Logano, Danny Hamlin, Jimmy Johnson. So now are some contenders. There's out there in the Dixie Vodka 400. How about a home team win? Cole Kern breaks down Martin Trex Jr.'s Martinsville Triumph. Advance on the garage moment. Advance your auto. Advance auto parts. Hey, race fans. Alex Booth here following an exciting race at Martinsville. We're now going to welcome in our championship winning crew chief, Cole Kern. Cole, you hit the nail on the head again. I'm tired of you being right, but you also gave a nice little salute to the haters. Mark Stewart Jr. in the 19 gets the win at Martinsville goes back to back. Yeah, a little sleepy today. Maybe had a few party beverages last night. But, uh, yeah, just super stoked for those guys. I mean, you know, when you have a change like that, everyone's like, oh, when are you going to win? When are you going to win? When are you going to win? And you just have all this pressure on you. And, and for them to get over the hump and get that win, uh, I think it's just a great feeling for them. I'm so so excited for them to, to get that and especially get at Martinsville. I mean, you know, now to, to go back to back there is uh, is pretty awesome. I'm impressed that you still have a voice left here. You're not hungover following those days after celebrating uh, but martin obviously said that at the end in his victory lane interview when he did with fox that he talked about working so hard at these short tracks to try and be good from a crew chief perspective what does that mean that you just kind of have to keep chipping away at these short tracks and now martin's looking like an ace at him yeah it just takes time to get good at the short tracks it's just you go into a race weekend you get 20 you maybe run a 20 lap 30 lap run and practice is a long run and then you're going to go run 100 to 150 laps in the race. So it's like it's really hard to know whether you're getting better in practice or not. It's it's the race to race that you have to evaluate off of. And you, and you try something a little bit different one time, and then you evolve on that and you evolve on it. And it just takes continuity and time. And I think that's just what you're seeing with Martin is, you know, you're finding the little things that, that he needed to, to be good there. And then you just you grow on that and you grow on it. And then, boom, you got, you know, four short track wins in the last year and a half. Everybody loves a good cold take, so let's get straight into it. I want you to give me a thumbs up or a thumbs down and your opinion on this. Uh, let's first get into the new tire at Martinsville because uh, it, it allowed for some different some different racing on track. Thumbs up or thumbs down from CP? Yeah, thumbs up for sure. I think, uh, you know, the new package comboed with the new tire was, was great. You know, I think we saw different stage winners. A different guy won the race. There was cumbers and goers the whole time. We kind of talked about that, you know, leading into leading into this race so to have it actually play out that way was great to watch the conversation has mostly been about team penske and hendrick motorsports as of late but joe gibbs racing don't forget about them so do you think that penske or hms is the team to be for a championship uh tough to call i mean obviously the penske cars were, were strong last night but they're always strong you know strong in martinsville so it's uh it's hard to know i mean hms is going back to its 2008 notes so they won the championship that year so maybe uh Maybe they'll break the wing out and, uh, you know, whip everybody up the rest of the year. We'll see. Yeah, I want to be like another team. We'll revisit 2008 here in a minute. 
everybody will be a lot better come come the fall i think uh you know everyone will be able to look at what they did wrong and what they need to do to be better so you know we talked about it going into last week don't don't be flipped out if your team doesn't have a good weekend uh it'd be easy easy situation to miss it and now they got some notes they got you know some uh some actual data to look over to get better for the fall so i think uh, i think you could easily see a different different running order come the fall james small his first win as a crew chief for the 19 team at martinsville and He's following in your footsteps with the t-shirt atop the pit box, but I want you to grade his celebration because he got a little more excited than you used to. Oh, it was awesome. I mean, uh, you know, I did think all the pressure that he's been under and, um, you know, when I took over, we, Martin had like the worst year in his career. So if we did anything good, you look like a hero. And then he's taken over a team, you know, that won seven races last year. And, you know, everybody expects you to be, uh, you know, stronger out of the box, but I mean, James is James is an awesome guy. You know, pretty cool to see an Australian win a uh, cup race as a crew chief. You know, he's uh, he's one of the few Australians that probably doesn't use his accent to hit on your wife at the bar kind of guy. So strong moral fiber. So pretty uh, pretty stoked to see him get that win. I saw a lot of tweets last night talking about that they would listen to him talk. So they must <laughs> like the accent here in NASCAR too. All right, let's get into some social takes. You uh, gave a little endorsement to Ryan Blaney's Tinder profile. What was this all about? Oh, I just, uh, you know, obviously Ryan Blaney has a little bit of reputation as a ladies' man. So I think, uh, you know, that, that quarter panel shape couldn't have been any more perfect. Uh, you know, I know we talked about it even last week, like going to Martinsville, arrow really matters. Um, I think you noticed that with how much slower the lap times were this time compared to uh, compared to last year's package. So that's a nice, you know, kind of banana shape, you know, in the right rear quarter panel the way it was, was definitely uh, not hurting him. Let's say that. Yeah, that was sure not hurting them. Ten minute mark we just hit in 15 seconds ago. So. Hmm. Let's take a look at, we've already, the great eight. Earnhardt Jr.'s best number eight schemes. Earnhardt's number eight is ported baseball. Theme for the 2001 Pepsi 400, perhaps the most iconic photo of the number eight. It's one after er, at Dover, over or in 2001 after 9/11. Script got an update in 2003. Earnhardt's number eight in Chevrolet, a crisp look in the 2004 Daytona 500. Here's the base Budweiser in 2004, and again in 2004. For for the 2005 Daytona 500, the scheme was nice. Bernard honored his grandfather with this classic look in 2006 at Michigan. It was an intimidating look at in 2006 at Talladega. Bernard unveils a patriotic scheme at Texas Motor Speedway in 2007. Camouflage is always the best look. Look in the Coca-Cola 600, including the 2007 race at Charlotte Motor Speedway. Number eight, Sheriff Scheme got a got a dose of Elvis at Richmond Raceway in September 8, 2007. Since retiring from full-time racing after the 2017 season, Dale Jr. has won 
and one extreme racist season. In 2019, he ran the number eight at Darlington in a throwback paint scheme to one of his dad's earliest looks. And it just kicked off. All right, we'll get... Truck series race just took a green flag. How about an Xfinity Fast recap before we go? Awesome episode.